destino para ti lo que viniera de ti. Welcome to the Inside the Journey podcast for Sunday, January 18th, 2015. I'm Nelson DeWitt. And I am John Younger. Today, we're going to be doing a recap of last year. Yeah, that, well, so this is our first episode of 2015. Yes. It kind of feels like our third season, even though technically that starts in May, right? Yeah, it could be our third season. I mean, I think it, we just took a little hiatus, so it's our third. Yeah, well, we, we do that around the holidays just so that we're not, you know, I, I know everyone's spending time with family and kind of tuning out, so uh, we we also take a break and uh, kind of regroup. So we are back now, and today's episode, as John pointed out, is going to be a small recap of 2014, some of the, some of, uh, the things that we did over the past year, and then uh, look forward to 2015 and glimpse into the future. Mm-hmm. All right, so looking back on 2014, we had uh, we actually accomplished a lot. Although the the main goal of uh, you know finishing the film and releasing it to the world is still in progress, but you know when you really sit down and you think about it. We actually we, we got a lot done, and uh, I, I wrote this in the newsletter, our last newsletter of the year, that we spoke at I think over ten different venues. Wow! In mostly in mostly you spoke at, but yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> true because it, it's hard for us to to both well, be in a venue at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and then we created a T-shirt, a poster. We registered the company. Uh, we did a lot of like internal logistic things. We sent out those rewards. You know that was a huge undertaking uh, I, and a big learning curve. I still got one or two more that are getting sent out this week. But yes, <laughs> they're coming. Don't worry about it. Uh, so yeah, but that that was an incredible amount of work, and it, and um, you know we had a lot of help along the way. So we just wanted to thank everyone who was helping us last year from my brother who oversaw the design to Ava and her class uh, for helping us with some business advice and, and uh, Lindsay for helping us with the podcast, which we're going to talk about next and all the exciting she, stuff. That... She really made it a lot better. She really got us involved with a lot of guests and got a lot of different perspectives on the show. Yeah, so And really as good. a result of, of that, uh, of a, a lot of her effort, we produced – 42 episodes last year and received, I think, over 1,500 listens over the course of the year, which is, I think, pretty impressive uh, considering where we started, you know, just two years ago. So. I like to uh, look at the map, like the, the Google map, and it, it's getting hard to track stuff because we have, you know, some, like, you can track it through who came to the podcast or who came to the website or who went to iTunes or who went to SoundCloud. So it's hard to track. However, I like to go to Google and see where people listen from. And it's like every state but like Idaho. <laughs> so we need some Idaho listeners. I think. I think it's Idaho. Um, no, yeah. it's Alaska. I think it's Alaska. Every state but Alaska. And then it's it's like a lot of countries. I mean, there may be one country in South America 
I'm not sure which offhand. Um, there's like 10 countries in Africa we have listens. We have most of Asia, all of Europe, you know, all of North America. It's, you know, it's kind of, I mean, I'm going back to when we started the podcast, but that it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, it's not a million views a week or anything, but people are hearing it all around the world. And that's, that's exciting. You know, that's the goal, right? Right. Yeah. I, I, and it's interesting to see which episodes people are listening to and responding to. And I guess that kind of brings us to the next question, uh, that we're going to talk about today, and this is going to be tough for John, I know already, uh, but what was your favorite episode of 2014? Uh, um, <laughs> see? Yeah, you do know. Uh, see, I, I think anytime anybody comes on, I'm really thankful, and, and I think that it's like picking a favorite child or something, you know, like, <laughs> like they, it's cool. Anytime anybody comes on, it's like, oh, did I like Derek's interview better than Danny's? No. Did I like Danny's better than Derek's? No. Like, you know, um, so what I said recently is a good place to start, right? <laughs> if you're yeah. listening to the podcast um, and all the family interviews and the interviews with um, your peers that also were disappeared or our Salvadoran adoptees and still figuring out their circumstances are special in their own right. And, and I hope people get a chance to listen, but I'd like to share a couple of history ones that are a good place to start. Cause that's interesting to me academically. And, and it's helped me doing these interviews really helped me understand what goes in the film a lot better. Um, and one is, is our interview with Ralph Sprenkles, who was a co-founder of pro B and the investigator on your case because his story of how Pro B came to be is amazing and really inspiring. And I'll leave it at that. I can't tell it like he did. And I hope more people listen to it. And, and I learned a lot in doing the interview with you. And the other, that's a really good place to start is through a lot of Lindsay's hard work, we got to interview Massachusetts Congressman Jim McGovern, who played a significant role in helping to and the U.S. funding for the war in El Salvador in the early 90s. And in researching a, the Jesuit massacre that happened in 1989 that shocked the world and helping generate a report about it. So just to hear him talk about his experiences and, and how wars don't just end, how people have to help make them end, and, and a lot of the details he had Anyway, those two interviews for me were really informative, and uh, and I hope a lot of people get a chance to listen to them. What about you? So I I uh, I, I don't think I can pick just one as well, but uh, I think two of my my favorites, um, if I had to pick from last year, were definitely the the interview with Stefan Schmidt, and what stood out about that interview was when he was talking about the gang wars that are in Latin America now, and he said that back in the 80s, at least you knew who the enemies were, mm -hmm. and now you could be killed by anyone. And I, you know, that particular statement has stuck with me, and uh, I, I've referred to it a few times, just the, the thought that things could potentially be worse now than they were then, you know, uh, which is kind of disheartening. You know, I, I just felt like that the interview and that statement were very powerful. And then the uh, the second 
I guess, second two interviews uh, in a close second are the uh, interviews with the unfinished sentences. Uh, mm -hmm. Everyone working on the unfinished sentences, and particularly the the interview with Angelina Sadgrass-Godoy, where she talked about uh, the power of the global movement when we're all on the same page. The power of the global movement, and I that phrasing really stuck with me as well. To speak to sort of speaking to the potential that we have to affect change when we all stand together. So, you know, it's kind of two very different sides, one darker, one lighter, but uh, I just had a fantastic time overall, you know, talking to people throughout the year, whether it was Isabel and Anna and talking about their their search or um, Catherine... Mar or Marla. Ferguson. Yeah, Marla and... Catherine Ferguson. Ferguson, yes, about life on the border and Rob McAndrews and as you said, there's so many wonderful guests and, and, and um, topics that we've covered. So we are looking forward to 2015 and bringing more of the same. So and I, uh, the unfinished sentences program at U Wash uh, University of Washington is really inspiring to me. And uh, yeah, so I, I wanted to emphasize that too. But I also wanted we had created some uh, some playlists for our podcast because. We were excited to hear, so you know, some of their students were accessing them and listening to them, and so we wanted to just condense it a little bit and uh, really focus on what are some of the ones we had done with outside guests. So maybe you could include that link in the show notes, or you know, or those those links, just so people sort of have an easier place to start. Because I think it can be overwhelming when they go to the website and there's 70 podcasts and they don't know where to start. You know? Yeah. So I, I think one of our goals for the coming years is, is going to be to try and clean up that podcast section and, and give people a place to start because it is a lot of material and content and uh, you know you, you kind of it's well, like a lot of creative endeavors you have to do a lot of you have to make a lot of content and to find the really good ones well so and sometimes we're just like sometimes we're doing it to talk through our own stuff and it's, it's yeah. not John and Nelson most it's most uh, helpful to John and Nelson as opposed to you know, a wider audience. And if people are super interested, we're psyched if they listen, but, and then there's, there's episodes that we're talking, that we've mentioned that, that have a wider appeal. So. And we also have uh, another announcement about the podcast for this year. Uh, my brother Derek is going to be helping us for uh, produce some of the episodes, uh, a few episodes in the, the next upcoming months. And uh, we're very grateful to have his help on that. And uh, we're looking forward to, bring on more guests. We have a few lined up, but uh, we can't share them just yet because not all of them have said yes yet. So. Or even uh, are aware of it. Yes. <laughs> but we do have people in mind and we're going to be reaching out and we're, we're really excited about bringing more um, voices and stories from Central America about El Salvador and the region. Uh, on the podcast so then next is what's on tap for the next few months of the film the short version well we've said this a few times before but i think we're in a place to really start bringing it to a conclusion and get it out to the world that's what we've always been pushing to do but i, th I think now we have a little more some more tools and a better vision and uh it's it's 
it's the time in which we'll be drawing it all together and doing that that work. So the beginning and the end are in very good shape. At the, this point, we're doing some of the hard work to get through the the middle part of the film and uh, get it done. And I don't I, I don't know how you feel about this, John, but I, I feel like the, the podcast has really helped us work through some of the issues and, and not just, you know, the, the John and Nelson episodes, but talking with other people has helped us explain our own story and what we want to say and work through some of the ideas to the point where we can really sort of more define what's in that, that middle section. I think we sort of knew in, in broad strokes, but I, I feel like we're really getting down to the one-sentence description of each of the mm-hmm. five acts and what goes in there and what doesn't and what's the order that we're where we're tackling some of the more difficult questions. So I, I feel like all of that is coming together. It's also, it's just been really helpful to keep in touch with and, and uh, feel in touch with what we're talking about. I mean, neither one of us grew up in the circumstances of the war or the, or after the war in El Salvador. And, and uh, of course you're more in touch with it emotionally and than than I am but to get a chance to talk to Stefan Schmidt or Jim McGovern or other other dis- disappeared children I like to call them reunited adults <laughs> it just brings a lot more understanding to events that can be hard to conceptualize and hard to even feel like it's okay to write about and do them justice and and to constantly be in touch with that i think is really important to constantly be in touch with people and talk about it and you know um because it just feels very different you know you you talk a lot about living two lives and sometimes in in trying to put this together i don't feel like i'm living two lives but i can feel like it's hard to feel worthy of of putting it down there you know of getting of telling that story so. Right, and feeling connected to the material, you know, mm-hmm. I, that that's something that I uh, talk about in the film as well. Is that you know, like growing up, I, I didn't I didn't even know what the country of El Salvador was, and then suddenly one day I'm Salvadoran, and I didn't even know what that meant, you know. And so it has taken a long time for me to um, feel. Salvadoran to feel connected back to the place that I come from. So it's no wonder that it's hard for anyone else to feel connected to El Salvador, you know, and, mm-hmm. and which is why interviews like Jim McGovern to me are so special and, and moving because here's someone who has absolutely no vested interest in, you know, or, or started out with no interest or connection really to El Salvador, but, uh, you know, Congressman Mokley and, and Jim McGovern, they worked to make to help difference. the people of El Salvador and make a difference. And that is just, uh, it's, it's very moving when it's not their fight, but they made it theirs. And I think mm-hmm. that goes back to what Angelina uh, w- was talking about with the um, power of the global movement. So it's mm-hmm. interesting how all these ideas and concepts uh, relate to each other. Yeah, and and 
yeah. <laughs> I, 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 pr- I probably I still have a hard time putting it into words, but you know, I mean, a, a lot of your story and the other disappeared story are they feel like one in a million, very difficult to understand. You know, people being reunited after decades with their families, and and then hundreds of stories of people who haven't been reunited for more than 25 years. And, and uh, it just, it, it, those are, those are big, big stories. And, you know, I don't, I don't, yeah. anyway. All right. So moving on and kind of wrapping up today's episode again, this is just kind of a, a recap and a look forward episode and, and we'll be back to our regular scheduled program with more guests hopefully uh, in two weeks when the next episode comes out. So that'll be, I believe, the first Sunday in February, but I'll have to check the calendar later. And, uh, so and this year we're, we're shooting for kind of doing it every there, – there won't be a strict schedule, but doing it every other week, right? Yeah, so we're going to stick to the every other week. I think that's worked well, especially because we're working on bringing – more guests in, and uh, it's always tough to, uh, you know, reach out, schedule, record, all of those things take time, so the two ep- two episodes a month format has worked very well, and we Sorry, are... quality over quantity. That will be the format going forward, uh, and I think that's... Do we have any other announcements as, as far as the film? I think that's... Or the podcast, that's kind of where we're at for, the, yeah, for right now. I think that's good. All right, so then Derek's final question for us was, once you are finished the film, what are your plans for distribution or what comes next after you've worked on this for so long? Uh, my immediate answer is a, a, a little rest and recovery. <laughs> uh, it, you, you know, so I recently was on another podcast with my friend Brett, um, mm-hmm. who's uh, was at Misfit Con, and if you haven't listened to that, I can, I'll put a link in the show notes as well, but we talk about the challenges of, of working on a project for uh, for a long time, for multiple years, and it is something where you have to keep up the effort, and, and it's really kind of on you to keep pushing and, and keep fighting forward, so that can be a little tiring, but at the same time, it's very energizing to uh, be able to share the film with all the people and talk with, uh, you know, have, have some amazing guests on the show and do all these things. So I think, uh, you know, when the film's finished, it's going to be a lot of sharing it and talking about some, you know, right now we're talking about what's in the film and afterwards we'll get to talk more about what can we do to change the status quo and change the lives of the um, reunited adults, as John likes to call them. So, uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to that, to being able to share what we worked on and also see if there's some way that we can, you know, what, what change can we bring to the to the situation? Yeah, and and I think in a tangible sense, I hope what the documentary does is convey all these things we've been learning over the years and uh, condense them and get other people interested and emotionally invested in the issue. Um, I have a feeling this sort of a aside, but um, like I said, these, these are 
big stories, hard to understand, hard to even believe. But I, I would bet you that this is not uncommon when when people face wars and hardship. That that there are large dislocations and uh, and stories go untold for a long time. And I just I hope that we uh, we offer a voice to people who have experienced some of that. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yes, you could, because so. you, cause you do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely right. And and uh, so, not to drag this episode on much longer, uh, but thank you everyone who listened in 2014. We hope you continue to listen in 2015, and we look forward to and uh, send it send it to your friends in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. if, we'll get, if we get one listen in Alaska, then then we'll be good for that's, 20. That's our goal. That's all it takes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we're we're looking forward to bringing you more um, content and uh, interviews and all of that good stuff. So, uh, thank you, and we'll see you soon. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm.